0: to number 33, Clester Johnson, and Johnson canters on in for a touchdown. Clester Johnson, 210-pound senior from Bellevue, just went up and took the ball away.
1: Oh, there it was. A mere 25 years ago this upcoming October. The 1995 Nebraska Cornhuskers trouncing Colorado. And that twerp of a new coach, Rick Neuheisel, 44-21, on their way to one of the most dominating seasons in college football history. And the man you heard making the catch and run down the sidelines in Boulder, cluster johnson the leading receiver on that 95 national championship team also a key component in 94 those were the glory days craig i don't know if you knew this but husker fans really love the 90s and well, i uh,
2: think they should have uh, they should have run the fumbled ruski more i think <laughs> they didn't need it they didn't need it back Oh, no, now i meant now
1: well, maybe now they that. could maybe get more success well i don't know how much that would help their recruiting been a rough couple of weeks for Husker football recruiting. A couple weeks ago, the best player in the state of Nebraska, Avante Dickerson, a four star cornerback, decided to go to PJ Fleck in Minnesota. And now, today, we learn that Keegan Johnson, Cluster's son, a wide receiver, a three star, chooses the Huskers over Kansas State. I'm sorry, he chooses Iowa over Nebraska and Kansas State. I didn't know you are a Hawkeye fan, Craig.
2: Well, I'm a big uh, Cluster Johnson fan, and whatever his kids want to do, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm all behind him because I know he's feeling feeling yes. pretty good about it. I'm sure he's a little yeah. uh, disappointed that he didn't pick the big red, but you know what? You, uh, you follow your kid, and whatever decisions they make, well, you, you hope the best.
1: We're going to ask him about it. He joins us on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. His son, CJ, by the way, played at Wyoming. His son, Cade... Still playing at South Dakota State was a Walter Payton Award finalist for we're a semifinalist for one of the best wide receivers, one of the best offensive players, not just wide receivers in all of FCS football last year for the Jacks. So, uh... Cluster Johnson joins us. It's been quite a day. Uh, This was a big deal, Cluster. Of course, Uh, you mentioned uh, one of the local TV stations dropped by, and uh, you couldn't do this at the at the school at Bellevue West where uh, your son plays. So uh, next best thing. But uh, congratulations. Even though uh, you know I'm a Husker fan, Uh, (laughs) congratulate. I feel good for you and your son. Uh,
0: Yes, thank you. It's been uh, quite a day. And uh, we've been uh, anticipating this actually for um, a few weeks now. Uh, just been uh, just uh, just making sure we've got our eyes and crossing all our T's and making sure, without a shadow of a doubt, this is the right thing to do for him. And uh, and, and that's that's the main thing I wanted to stress to some of my closest compadres that this is this was not about. Me forcing him on, you know, where I feel like he should go. I, I, uh, I, I wanted him to... fully
1: vested in his own decision. Sure, and again, we have a lot of Husker fans. We have a lot of Hawkeye fans here in Sioux Falls. We're uh, less than 10 miles from the Iowa border, and uh, of course there's been Husker fans here forever, so uh, split emotions, I'm sure. And just to read a couple things that that Keegan Johnson said about committing to Iowa over Nebraska and Kansas State, one of the finalists, Uh, he mentioned his relationship with the Iowa receivers coach, Kelton Copeland. But he also mentioned that the main thing is program stability. The Hawkeyes trending up as a program, good for the last decade, right up there with the elite Big Ten teams. Uh, These are quotes from your son in the Omaha World Herald. And then the one that I really think uh, just hits the heart of Husker fans uh, is, quote, at the end of the day... Times have changed. No knock on Nebraska's program, but it's not the same as when my dad played. He's always been open-minded, and I am blessed that I can start my own legacy and I don't have to follow his footsteps. He has always preached that to me. You just reminded us of that. But just as a Husker, as a former Husker cluster, uh, I know you're proud of your son. But to hear him say those words, um, you know how much how much does that hurt? I actually, it doesn't hurt
0: at all. Believe it or not, it it does not hurt at all. Uh, My oldest son going to Wyoming and then Kay going to South Dakota State has actually prepared me for a moment like this because what it told me was, you know, kids can have success at other places. It doesn't necessarily have to be a place where I went to school. Now, would it be great it, you know, would that be a great story to have your child go back to where you played and, uh, and and perform and and do great things for your alma mater? Well, I got to see that in high school because all three of them went to the same high school. Mm. I went to, so I did see that there, and uh, they did great things in high school. But seriously, I was I was truly open minded about where Keegan wanted to go, where he best felt would be the, you know, you know, what felt at home for him. And, you know, what people don't realize is he really has to be there. It's not me. You know, I'm not going to practice every day. I'm not going to school. And the last thing I would want to to do was him look back two to three years down the road at a school that he didn't want to go to, that he didn't want to pick. That, I mean, that he didn't pick. You know, it was more like a pressure deal. And I didn't want to pressure him like that. I wanted him to be the guy that said, you know what, Dad, this, this is this is where I best feel I'm going to grow and perform and have the best college experience on and off the field.
2: Cluster, how yeah. long has Iowa been the school for him? Has this been a couple of weeks, or has he thought about it for a month or so already?
0: Um, so, again, um, when me and Keegan... So at first, I would say, I would say initially, you maybe had the edge, just because it's home. But then when we had a chance to go and visit Ole and see them and talk to Coach Covalin, uh Levar Woods, Tyler Barnes, Coach Vance, when we had a chance to sit down and talk to them, it it, it actually reminded me of when I was at Nebraska. <laughs> it probably reminded me of that. I'm like, man, these guys are so cool, calm, collected, laid back, relaxed. They've been very successful. Uh, they're very methodical on who they want and why they want them. They, they can explain to you very well what they want to do, how they're trying to accomplish it. Uh, just a very confident group. And, uh, you know, that. That resonated with us, so and that especially resonated with Keegan. And uh, when I left, I, when I left out of the room with Coach Copeland, and I bring another friend along with me who doesn't like anyone. <laughs> I have a friend who's a very harsh critic, and he critiques very hard. When he left out of there, when he was saying, "Man, that was impressive." When he said that, I'm like, okay, we're on to something here. Hmm. We gotta really take them seriously, uh, and uh you know, so yeah, that's that's what happened. So I would say they they were always a very serious candidate, but obviously with the COVID 19, not having spring ball, not having uh, potentially having uh, official visits, we wanted to just go ahead and say.
1: He, you know, he to go ahead and just get it out of the way. Cluster hmm. Johnson, he was uh, wingback on the Huskers national title team in 1994 and 95. Leading receiver on that 95 team, his son Keegan is committed to play at Iowa over his other finalists, Nebraska and Kansas State. It is Craig and John here in Husker and Hawkeye country on Fox Sports 98.1 AM, twelve thirty, and KWSN.com. dot com. So you you mentioned the visit to Iowa. Uh, He was to go to Nebraska June 14th, the 12th through the 14th, for his official visit, which obviously isn't happening anymore. He had taken unofficial visits to Nebraska, Iowa, and Kansas State. Um, You you obviously have some access as a former player, and you had a chance. How would you compare everything you just said about that visit to Iowa and their coaching staff? You said it compared to what the staff with Osborne and uh, offensive coaches when you visited Nebraska around 1991, 92. Okay. How would, you, how would you describe the atmosphere and the visit to Nebraska now when Keegan visited Scott Frost and their staff and, and what you and he gained from that?
0: Let me tell you, I want to commend Scott Frost, Coach Lubick, Ryan Held. All those guys are great coaches, and they did a fabulous job with Keegan. Absolutely a fabulous job. Um, I really feel like they did the best that they could. Um, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is winning. Uh, kids these days, you know, seventeen-year-old kid. Think about this: if you go back five years, kid is twelve. Okay, that's when you really kind of start to understand football and college football. Starts to kind of pay attention to it a little bit more. All the way up to today, now you said it Kids today, they like winners. <laughs> they like people who are winning. They like people who are so to have their stuff together. Like, even CJ and K, my older two sons, when they grew up, they liked USC. They liked Reggie Bush, you know, because at the time, those guys were winning. So people have to understand that, that it is not my Nebraska. It is not the same day. And even if you raise your kids in a home where they know that you're a Husker fan, at the end of the day, they can see... Uh, the not winning, the not going to bowl games. Then they have to say to themselves, do I want to go down? If they have that opportunity, do I want to go down there and be a part of it? And when will, when do I think things will get back going again? So then it's just a huge speculation. Like, will it be a couple of years, two or three years? Um, you know, one of the things he was thinking is, you know, if you went to Nebraska three years ago, you've been on a 500 team for three years, and that can't sit well with guys who were there. You know, that has to kind of it'll wear on you after a while. So um, I think one of the things he wanted to do was go to a place where he felt like things are rolling pretty good, and if he can enhance that, that's the quickest way to get to you know a championship
1: atmosphere. Yeah, and Iowa's beaten Nebraska for the last five meetings. Last two have been really close. Uh, Iowa in the and Nebraska's had four of their last five years as as losing seasons. Iowa has won. Uh, twelve, eight, eight, nine, and 10 uh, in those last five years that you just mentioned, Cluster. Uh, Craig and John here on KWSN. Cluster Johnson, former Husker. His son Keegan committed to Iowa. His other son Cade is at South Dakota State, entering his senior year. I'm John Gaskins. Go ahead, Craig.
2: What about the perspectives of Keegan and his role with the Hawkeyes? What do you foresee?
0: Well... Um we are going to, and he is going to. I don't express that uh he is going to basically do what they feel his best attribute is. But they really kind of, I feel, recruited him in the role of what Amir Merced is doing. I think that's his name. I hope I'm not saying his name wrong. But Amir, who's the dynamic receiver who, uh, you know, he's done great things in Iowa. I mean, they have a few receivers that have done very well. Uh matter of fact, a lot of people, uh, they, they view Iowa as a running team, and that couldn't be just further from the truth. Uh, when you look at 2019 statistics, um, Iowa receivers, or the receiving corps, caught 163 passes. Uh, Nebraska receiving core caught 128. Uh, I was receiving core had over 2,100 yards receiving. Uh, Nebraska's was 1,800. So, but, so that right like, there tells you that I would, they do throw the ball. And I think the addition of Cop- Copeland for the last three years, he's really trying to raise the level of the type of receivers that they would like to have in that receiving room and on the field. And uh,
1: they felt that he did fit that mold. Hmm. Uh, very interesting. Um, all right, Klesher Johnson joining us here on Craig and John. Uh, I want to get to Cade. There was some there, there. There was some speculation that maybe he would go elsewhere for his senior season. Uh, that for a bit he took down some remnants of South Dakota State on his on his Twitter page, and so some were wondering, oh, maybe the maybe the Huskers will want him." He was not recruited by, by Nebraska, neither was your older uh, his older brother CJ, uh, who went to Wyoming. Um, I mean, how how solid is Cade with SDSU, and 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 perhaps always was. Um, Cade has obviously
0: grown. And to being a a pretty good college football player, I don't think anyone foresaw what was going to happen with him and the development that he, you know, the guy that he's kind of turned into. Um, now, obviously, when you when you start to have a lot of success on the FCS level, yeah, you always start to wonder, man, how can I? How will I be against you? even better competition? So naturally, naturally, that is going to be looked at. Then it comes down to, is it even possible, you know? Is it possible to, to be able to do that? And when you look at Will Cox, who's at North Dakota State, um, he's going to be able to do that. And, and I think that North Dakota State is wishing him well to be able to go do that. You know, he's won three national championships with them, and I think they said, you know what? You proved your point here. Go on off and try to see what you can do. You're a graduate. Now, the the problem with Cade is he probably would not be able to do the same thing as he did. So he loves South Dakota State. South Dakota State has put him in position to, to do, um, you know, to have these great seasons and to be a, be on these great teams. And no matter what he does, um, South Dakota State will always be um, loved. And I think at this point, it's, it's South Dakota State. There's, there's no looking at any other places. Uh, I mean, at this point in time, uh, Kate is dedicated to South Dakota State, and he has one year left. And let's we'll see what happens this year.
1: Were, were other schools coming at him, or was he? And were, what schools were he considering? Um, I just think it's all speculation
0: right now. And that that's something that really does not need to be talked about. There's it, okay. Really, no rumors. We don't. We don't want the rumors going around about any other school. Craig
1: has been dedicated to South Dakota State, and and that's where we are with it. All right. Craig, anything else for Cluster?
2: Uh, so Keegan does have one more year left, right? He's a, he'll be a senior this coming season, Correct. next year? Yeah, he'll be senior in the fall, yes. All right. So uh, Bellevue, uh, are they – I don't know about Bellevue. They Are they the powers there in Nebraska? Are yeah. I mean, they going to have another yeah. good season?
0: So Bellevue West, they were state champs last year, thirteen and zero, very dominant. Yeah. They did a very. Keegan they did a might very, have played dominant. a
1: small part in that, just a little. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, very listen, very very good school. Actually, you guys are going to get a receiver, Nate who who's from Bellevue West. Also, he was a starting receiver. Xavier uh, Betts was a starting receiver who committed to Nebraska. Keegan was a starting receiver, and he's now committing to Iowa. They also then have a tight end that's gotten offers by Penn State, Michigan and um Arizona State, all the great you know, a lot of big schools. Uh the running back committed to northern Illinois to play uh football and I think he's already enrolled. And so, yeah, uh Billy West has been a school that has been turning out really really good players. And of course, C.J. went to Wyoming, Cave, went to South Dakota State. You know, so, Tristan Ducker is at USD. Um So, all of those kids came out of Girls High School, and uh, they have a great program. They've won two out of the last four state championships, and so this year they've got a, a, another good team coming back. So, I think they'll be in contention.
1: Sweet. Uh, by the way, Cluster, last week did you happen to catch on NBC Sports Network the replaying of the 1994 national championship game against Miami at the Orange Bowl?
0: You know, I heard about it. <laughs> and then, you know, I, how I heard about it is when I came in the house because I was cutting the grass, I was cutting the foot okay. back. I come in the house and I have all these messages from friends <laughs> of mine saying that. This game is on, but I I, I missed it. I missed it because my wife was uh, on me about getting the grass cut.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. I, I just got to ask you, going back to that game, do you remember looking yeah. across the line from Warren Sapp and Ray Lewis, both on that Miami defense, and uh, what they were saying or doing early in the game compared to later in that game? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, well one of the things that me and some of the fellows reflect back on is it is just crazy that they had us play a national championship game in another team's home stadium. (laughs) I don't think people know how tough that is. They basically have the crowd and it's basically a home game for for them. So, that that is a great feat by that Husky team. I know that a lot of people feel that 95 was the better team. Mm-hmm. But that, but what the 94 team had to do, I mean, to actually have to win a championship in Miami's home stadium. And, of course, I think they came out with a lot of adrenaline. They were pumped up. But I think that we knew that it was going to be a four-quarter battle. And I think we were the team that was more prepared for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what Tom Osborne said after the win. Last one I have for you, just back to your playing career. In 94, we remember Tommy Frazier gets hurt, blood clot, and then Brooke Beringer gets hurt with a lung. And in one game, the third stringer Matt Terman had to start the game at K-State, an almost uh, miraculous win in itself, uh, considering how good K-State was that year. You took 10 to 15 snaps at quarterback. Uh, were, you, were you next in line? Were you backup quarterback for that game? Or were you like third string? Oh. Yeah, no, They. 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 Because Brooke, Brooke went back in eventually. Yeah. So they cleared Brooke right before the game.
0: They said it was okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if Brooke did not get cleared, then I was going to be the backup. And wow. that's that's kind of how they. That's kind of how
1: they how, how are you feeling about that scenario? Since you had only taken <laughs> ten to fifteen snaps at practice.
0: I tell you what. A
1: migraine.
0: I mean, uh, loss of left. Still is right. I think <laughs>
1: <I'm doing okay. laughs> that's what it was, and that's what it would have been. Uh, well, so yeah, Cluster. It's great to talk to you again. Uh, you joined me every week uh, for a couple of seasons to to break down Husker yes. football games at the Ticket in Lincoln. I really appreciate that our time together there, and congratulations on all three of your sons and uh, and for and for joining us today. I know it's a busy and joyful day.
0: I appreciate
1: you, fellas. Whenever uh, you want to talk to me, just give me a call. Hey, if, if we have a football season, I'll try to catch you up in Brookings if you come up to one of Cade's <laughs> games. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Cluster. Cluster Johnson, former Husker, his uh, son, uh, Keegan, today announcing he's choosing Iowa over Nebraska because uh, Craig, oh. to, Craig, to paraphrase uh, the University of Sioux Falls' uh, unofficial slogan, God, I hate saying this, winners win. Or at least yep. Iowa wins more than Nebraska.
2: You've got to wonder a little bit. Maybe there was a little bit where he did not want to go to Nebraska because of what his dad did there. should have asked him that. you, you got to think there was, there was a little bit of that. Mm. Um, that total separation from whether it was an older brother who yeah, played know. there who was great or mm-hmm. a father. Uh, you know, I would assume there was a little bit of it. But Cluster, you there? think Cluster said that, uh, that it was winning. The winning by Iowa was, the, was one of the main reasons. You still there, Cluster?
1: Nah, he's gone. Some people stay on the line just to hear what we say about them after we're done. But um, no, that's a great question, Craig. But I think you're right with what you just said at the back end there. It's um, <laughs> he laid it out pretty well. Not only uh, how much more Nebraska has been uh, Iowa's been winning than Nebraska, but also um, how a, how a wide receiver could into, fit into the future in Iowa's offense. It is Craig and John Mick Gary covers the Coyotes and Missouri Valley uh, Football Conference football. And uh, he has our weekly stop on this show, in, and uh, we have a lot to ask, Mick. So we'll get to him next on Fox Sports 98.1 AM 1230, KWSN.com. Did
2: you miss one of the awesome discussions or compelling interviews? Hear them back by going to KWSN.com. Click on Podcasts. It's easy and available anytime. KWSN.com. Click on Podcast.